0: I don't feel comfortable talking about this.
1: Because I'm a woman?
0: No, because you act like it's some kind of game.
1: Mr. Sanders, why are you here?
0: I want to know what my options are.
1: What your options are?
0: I want to know whether I can sue her for sexual
2: harassment. Well, to do that, you'd have to convince a jury that you were alone in a room with Miss Teenage New Mexico, and you said no. Sexual harassment
3: is not about sex. It is about power. She has it, you don't. If you sue, you'll never get another job in the computer business. If you don't sue, they'll bury you in Austin. If you sue, it's news. If you don't, it's gossip. If you sue, nobody will believe you. If you don't, your wife won't. They will make your life into a living hell for the next three years until this case goes to trial. And for that privilege, it's going to cost you a minimum of $100,000. Do you not think it's a game, Mr. Sanders? It's a game to them. How do you feel about losing?
1: You think that something's happening, and it's been-
4: Ed Hoffman and welcome to the main event open up with that scene from the movie disclosure you know is it you know is it is it a game hey you're acting like this is a game it is a game it is a game and I use that and then I use the the song play the game tonight by Kansas and that's all relating to what we're going to talk really about next week's show but what everybody's talking about right now is the indictment of of Donald Trump and you know this is all just a game. It has nothing to do with him breaking the law. It has nothing to do with, you know, he might have, you know, he might have uh broken some marital vows, but that's between him and Melania. It has nothing to do with the American people, it has nothing to do with the Justice Department. It's a game. It's a game. You know, they want to get the they want to get a picture of him in handcuffs, which I don't think he's going to get. They're going to get. They want to get the headlines. They want to get some sound some sound bites. Um and they, you know, they want to use that to influence the majority of America that just doesn't pay attention, that doesn't think. They don't use the 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 brain the brain matter between their ears, and they just hear. You know, it's it was interesting on uh, Thursday night to watch Fox flip over to CNN, flip over to MSNBC, and and see just two completely different mindsets i'm just going what are you guys what are you guys rejoicing about this is this is a sad day for our country you know this is this is starting a precedent where we become a banana republic where the 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 legal department the police the government just decides what they want and we have no rights we have no rights and this is what this is why the Pilgrims left left the uh the United Kingdom to come to America to start a new world and we're going into just what they got away from. No freedoms, no liberties. And if the government decides they they want you uh they want you in jail if they don't like you for some reason, they just arrest you. And you know, and everything you know and just make up make up the laws as they go. So anyway, we're going to talk a lot about that next week on next week's show when we have have a little bit more I you know you're watching all the all the news uh st- the news stories now on TV and and they're all just speculating you know we don't we haven't seen a copy of the of the indictments we haven't seen anything hey you know he's being indicted hey rejoice what's he what's he uh, what what crime did he commit i don't know i don't know he he did something he did something and you know he's being indicted for it um, you know, and I think about, hey, why did they, why did they impeach Donald Trump the first time? Because he had a conversation with President Zelensky in in Ukraine and asked about what was going on in Ukraine when Joe Biden went over there and and uh, and bribed them with a million, one point six billion dollars of our taxpayer money that he that we pledged to Ukraine so they could play, so they could funnel that money back to him through his son, through the gas company uh Barisma, and they could funnel funnel a big chunk of that money back to uh the Biden family and uh and and Trump just asked about it. Hey, you know, what was going on there? So hmm, what was he doing? He was he was potentially involving involving uh some some uh some effort to to go after the former administration or potentially a future uh, political rival. And they're using the legal system. Um, All he did was ask about it after Biden actually admitted it on video that he did it and, you know, kind of bragged about it. But what are they doing now? They're using the legal system to go after the former president and potential political rival in the future. Why is there why is there two sets of laws in this country? uh one for one for democrats and one for republicans uh we'll talk about that more next week but i wanted to i wanted to mention it because it's it seems to be the big uh gr- the 400 pound gorilla in the room so anyway today i'm going to talk about all kinds of other stuff going on in the news. And uh, before I do, let me, let me let me introduce myself. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage Corporation. If you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and you need financing and you want to talk to someone who has a logically thinking brain that can advise you based on what's best for you, Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free, area code 855-640-2020. If you want to get in touch with me, but you don't want to talk on the phone just yet because it's so personal, um, go to edhoffman.net, E-D-H-O-F-F-M-A-N.net. Click on the United American Mortgage logo, and that'll take you to my lending page. You can put in as much information as you want me to have. Tell me how much information you want back. And uh, you'll hear back from myself or one of my talented teammates. And we'll help you find the missing pieces to your real estate financing puzzle. If you want to hear any part of the show uh, repeated or you missed it on the radio times, you can stay on edhoffman.net. Go to the podcast page. You can hear this show as well as several past shows. You can listen to them on demand. You can also get the, the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, Apple Podcast. And you can listen to it on demand on, on, uh, and you can actually subscribe for free and have it, uh, have it download. I, I, I record on Friday mornings. It uploads Friday afternoons, and it'll download to your device—your your uh, your, uh, your iPhone or your iWatch or your I- iPad or your iPod or your mini pad or your maxi pad or anything else you can listen to uh, uh, podcasts on. It'll automatically download, and you can listen to it whenever it's convenient for you. Um, if you have comments on the on the show, send me an email to ed at edhoffman.net. Let's talk about what's going on this week. So, uh, as we all know, this week started off with a tragedy in Tennessee as six innocent people were killed in a mass shooting at a private Christian school in Nashville. The victims, three nine year old students and three staff members in their sixties were gunned down by a shooter, Audrey Hale, reportedly a former student of the school, although there's no confirmation of when she attended or for how long, but since she's 28 or she was 28 until Monday. Um, and the kids at the student, uh, leave at, at age 12. um, we know it's been at least 16 years ago. Um, if you started following the story on Monday, you know that the coverage of the tragedy began with reports on how unusual it was that a mass shooter would be female. After all, the media media wants every mass shooter to be a straight white male so they can call it white supremacy and uh, blame it on us, uh, us uh, straight white guys. Um, when most of it, most of the time, turns out to be a uh, male Muslim. So anyway, um, but eventually reports emerged that the shooter, Audrey Hale, identified as transgender and was transitioning from female to male. Uh, here's Nashville Police Chief John Drake reluctantly confirming that part of the story. Does she, as transgender? she does. She uh- does. Identify as transgender, yes.
5: Does she identify as a transgender man
4: or woman? Uh, woman. So, I don't really know when you, are you identifying as a transgender man or woman? I don't really know what that means. I assume identifying means that's what you're transitioning to, and that's what I understood it. Well, no wonder it, it's unusual that it's a female, because it's really a male trying to be a female. But that was wrong. She's actually a... A female, and she's transitioning to be a male, and Audrey becomes Aiden. So, and that was, uh, and that's when the media coverage changed from sympathy for these six victims to sympathy for the shooter. Why sympathy for the shooter? Why are we feeling sorry for poor Audrey who wants to be Aiden? Because you see, Tennessee Governor Bill Lee dared to sign into law a ban on transgender surgeries and puberty blockers for minor children earlier this month. Okay, let's, let's let's re-say that. He had a law that puts a ban on transgender surgeries for minor children and puberty blockers for minor children earlier this month, which shouldn't have anything to do with Audrey Hale because she was 28, as well as a law that restricts adult entertainment, including drag queens, to age-restricted venues like bars. Hey, if you want to have a drag show, uh, do it in a bar. Do it in some place where there's not kids. So, of course, this must be why this person decided to go kill three young children and three teachers. And the media must empathize with that first.
2: Tennessee is actually kind of ground zero right now for anti-LGBTQ
4: bills.
6: She's a former student of the school and confirmed that Audrey Hale identified herself as a transgender person. Uh, The state of Tennessee earlier this month passed and the governor signed a bill that banned Transgender medical care for minors, as well as uh, a law that prohibited adult entertainment, including male and female impersonators after a series of drag show controversies in that state.
4: Notice how the left wing media calls it transgender, transgender health care, not transgender drugs that that turn puberty off for young kids. Uh, It's it's transgender health care. Hmm. That puts a whole different spin on it. So uh, so they want to put the blame on the laws, uh, on these laws, um, as the cause of the Audrey Hale going out and killing people. Although we have not seen it yet, police report says that Hale's manifesto makes it clear that the motive is tied to being a trans person who formerly attended this school.
6: Is there any reason to believe that how she identifies is has any motive for targeting the school? There is. Uh, some theory to that. So
2: was this a targeted attack?
6: It was. We have a manifesto. We have some writings that we're going over uh, that uh, pertain to this day, the actual incident. This as a targeted attack. Can you elaborate? There's some belief that there was some resentment for having to go to that school. Uh, don't have all the details of that just yet. And, uh, and that's why this incident occurred.
4: So if she had resentment... For having to go to that school, why didn't she just shoot her parents instead of the some instead of someone else's kids uh that doesn't make that doesn't make a bunch of sense to me and uh of course the um, in discussions with some people on my own because you know I don't just watch the news and decide things I actually think, and I discuss things with with logically thinking people. Um, and someone told me that, uh, that she knew someone who is gay now that went to a Christian school and, and listening to the Christian schools, tell them how, how, uh, how homosexuality leads to, uh, pedophilia and how sinful it is, um, that, that made that person suicidal thinking that something was wrong with, with her. Or him, I'm sorry, him, um, with him, and uh, of course, that's where that maybe comes from. So just so everybody knows, so if this school was targeted for its religious opposition, which essentially would be what that means, hey, she's she resented going to that school because it was religious, and religious people tell you that. Uh, that you're a that you're a bad machine if you're if you're homosexual. Um, so if there, if this was targeted for religious opposition to transgenderism, this shooting should be a hate crime, right? Seems like a slam dunk. Uh, not so says Attorney General Merrick Garland. We have to wait for the facts. Now realize um, in other mass shootings, the Pulse nightclub in Orlando in 2016, within 72 hours they declared it a hate crime. Uh, the Tree of Life Synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh. Within 24 hours, they they declared it a hate crime uh, against Jewish people. The Buffalo supermarket shooting uh, last year, it was the same day they called a hate crime because it's a predominantly black uh, community there. Well, Senator Josh Hawley thinks otherwise, uh, that they shouldn't have to wait for the facts to come out. And when Joe Biden was asked about it, his answer was not exactly presidential.
0: The members of this community were
6: singled out. Because of their religious affiliation, and now three young children are dead, and three educators are dead. Do you believe that Christians were targeted?
3: I,
4: I have no idea.
3: Josh Holy believes they were. What do you say to that? Well, You're I president.
4: probably don't. then.
3: <laughs> probably don't. No, know. I'm no, I have no idea.
4: Joe Biden has an issue with uh, understanding. What's presidential and what's appropriate when you make jokes? Well, hey, you know what? uh, Was it a hate crime? Uh, You know, uh, well, Josh, I'm not sure. Well, Josh Hawley thinks that it was. Uh, Well, then I probably don't then. Again, people that, people that, hey, you know what? Republican thinks that this, that two plus two is four. Well, well, if a Republican says it, then Democrats have to say, well, you know, then I don't believe two plus two is four you know what, it looks like a duck, it waddles like a duck, it quacks like a duck, Um, it's probably a duck. Well, you know what, then I just don't believe it if uh, someone on the other side uh, says that. So, you know, it doesn't matter what's logical or uh, common sense. Um, So that's right up there with Biden's presidential response to the shooting itself. Biden was at the White House on Monday, and he crashed Jill's event on on women-owned businesses to make a statement on the shooting. Here's how it started out.
3: My My name is Joe Biden. (laughs) I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs.
4: Yeah, so apparently, Jenny of Jenny's ice cream is one of the women business owners that was uh, in there. So he's trying to impress her. And, uh, and of course, uh, you know, how inappropriate. Uh, you know, you come down to, to break in and make a comment. Uh, to this group and he starts making jokes about chocolate chip ice cream, or he makes jokes about, Hey, uh, Republicans think the, uh, think it's a hate crime. So apparently I don't, um, he doesn't, he doesn't really know what he's, what he thinks, what he thinks until somebody tells him what he thinks. Uh, case in point, uh, the, the, uh, Trump indictment, uh, was Thursday night, Friday morning. They asked him for a comment. He goes, I have no comment. Why? Cause no one's told me what, what I think. Now That was, that was uh, what was one of the things that was different with with Trump. He had, he had an opinion on everything, and when you asked him, he told you. So anyway, then he got serious after that, which brings us to the problem with this. The reason that this shooting happened was guns.
3: I just want to speak very briefly about the school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. You know, uh, the shooter in this situation reportedly had two assault weapons and a pistol, two AK-47s. So I call on Congress again to pass my assault weapons ban. It's about time that we begin to make some more progress.
4: Yeah, for those of you that aren't gun owners, an AK-47 is a Russian assault rifle. Um, That is an assault rifle. Um, AR-15 is an assault-style rifle, which is really like a hunting gun. Um, It's a semi-automatic hunting rifle Um, that looks like an assault weapon. It just doesn't have a, you know, a wood stock. It, it's uh, it looks like a assault weapon. It has a scope on it. If you want to put one on it and it, uh, and it looks like a, looks like a military type thing, but it's no different than a, than a hunting rifle. And it shoots, shoots a long range, little tiny, uh, little tiny bullets, like, uh, the size of 22s. And it's maybe a little bit bigger than that. Um, so just like a hunting rifle does. And, uh, it's not a they're not military rifles they're mil and it's not a k forty sevens it's a military style, according to Nashville police able, Hale was able to legally buy seven firearms from five local gun stores from october twenty twenty to june twenty two despite despite being treated for an emotional disorder and apparently there's no red flag laws in Tennessee where hey you're being treated for emotional disorder uh heads up heads up, don't let this person buy guns. Three of the guns were used in Monday shooting. Hale's parents claimed they knew their daughter had one gun but sold it and uh From what I heard, she had several guns, she sold all but one uh but they didn't know there they didn't know there were any others. Hale's parents did not believe she should be able to own weapons due to her emotional state so they could have just informed law enforcement and uh if Tennessee had a red flag law, but they didn't. Yet they saw her leaving their home Monday morning wearing camouflage and military-style vests while carrying a red bag. Hmm. Why didn't they just intervene when they saw that? Hey, wait, 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 wait. What are you carrying? Why are you dressed in camouflage? What are you doing? Why didn't they... uh, They could have said something then, or they could have certainly called the police. Obviously, Democrats have jumped to blame Republicans for yet another mass shooting. This is Corrine Jean-Pierre, Tennessee Congressman Steve Cohen, and Maxwell Frost of Florida, a freshman congressman trying to make his mark with a soundbite.
1: We need Republicans in Congress to show some courage. This is what they owe these parents. It's just pathetic.
3: Uh, I, it's, it's hard for me to, 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 to serve up there now with some of the people that I've to
4: serve with. I mean, I, I, they, they're part of the danger. They are so attached to guns. and Politicians in this chamber that have been bought and paid for by the NRA, that put profits over people, over human lives. Yeah, you know, let's uh, just point out one little one little thing here. Two hundred forty-three people in the year two thousand twenty-one were killed with rocks, bricks, or uh, or uh, hammers. Two hundred forty-three people. Should we ban rocks, ban bricks, ban hammers? Four hundred sixty-one people were killed with hands, hands and feet. So uh, hands, feet and fists. So uh, should we cut off people's hands and feet? because uh four hundred and sixty one people died from there um, and thousand and thirty five people were killed with knives. Should we ban knives? Hey you know what you can't have knives to cut your steak at, at home or to uh, cut your uh, cut your chicken you uh, because uh, people die from that let's ban let's ban the weapons. not the people that use the weapons let's ban the actual weapons here's one one piece of the puzzle that almost no one is talking about. The shooter reached out to an old friend, and this old friend tried to do the right thing. Unfortunately, everyone she called to intervene in this did nothing to help. Her name is Avriana Patton. She played basketball with Hale in eighth grade and was occasionally still in contact. Hale sent her this direct message on Instagram at 9.57, 13 minutes before the shooting. She said, this is my last goodbye. I love you. See you again in another life, Audrey, and then in parentheses, Aiden. And uh, uh, Avriana says, Audrey, you have so much more life to, to live. I pray God keeps and covers you. And uh, Hale says, I know, but I don't want to live. I'm so sorry. I'm, trying, I'm not trying to upset you or get attention. I just need to die. I wanted to tell you first because you are the most beautiful person I've ever seen and known all my life. My family doesn't know what I'm about to do. One day, this will make more sense. I've left more than enough evidence, but something bad is about to happen. Well, common sense would say call 911. Patton was on CNN with Don Lemon to explain what happened next. She, she says she called her dad for advice, and from there, the ball was dropped in every step of the way.
5: Um, and so I called him, and I was like, you know, what, what, you know, who do I call? Like, what do I do? And then he was like, start with the uh, suicide prevention line. So I called them. And they basically was like, was asking me, was I the person that needed the assistance? And I was like, no, but I got the Instagram, you know, maybe you guys can reach out. And they was just basically like, no, like the person has to call. And then told me to call the deputy, like the, the local deputy. So um, I Googled that number and I called them. And then they answered and basically was like, call 862 got them on the line and I was on hold for maybe like seven minutes. And I finally got somebody on the phone and, um, I told her, you know, I was trying to tell her what was going on and they were like, okay, we'll send somebody over to you. Nobody ever came. And then maybe I want to say maybe like an hour and a half later, I received another phone call and they were saying, okay, we're going to send somebody. And I was like, Oh, I thought you guys were sending somebody initially. Um, so I, I ended up having to leave my home and they called me at three twenty nine and was like, Hey, we're here. You know, they're trying, you know, we're trying to, you know, get the messages, ping the, um, try to ping the location or whatever they could do. Um, and so uh, when I called, I mean, when they called me, I wasn't at home and I was like, Hey, you know, I'll be there in about 10 minutes. About time I got home, the officer had left and I called back and they said that they had closed out and they would have to reopen one. And I was just like, will i mean i don't know you know i and was just trying to see if hill.
0: help. and all of this had transpired and you know the shooting and the time that you were trying to get that help
4: clearly this is why we need to have the right to bear arms the second amendment uh because when seconds count the police will be there in a few minutes hey i'm all out of time for this half of the main event so stay tuned for five minutes traffic weather and sports and commercials and i'll be right back with lots lots more hi this is ed hoffman with united american mortgage If you've heard my show, The Main Event, or read my book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own, or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to Escape, California... I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, dear night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo.
2: Ed Hoffman and MLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation and MLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate.
0: AM 590. The answer.
4: back to part two of the main event. My name's Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. I don't talk a lot about real estate and finance on the radio, but uh, you know, because if you're not in the market, uh, you might think it's boring. But, you know, if you are in the market or if you wonder if you're in the market uh, and you think about refinancing a piece of property you own or uh, buy a piece of property you'd like to own, or if you're over 62 and you'd like to take advantage of some of your equity and uh, to, uh, to bridge the gap between uh, how how much how much more life you have to live and how much money you have left in your bank account? Call me toll free at eight five five six four zero twenty twenty. That's eight five five six four zero twenty twenty. Or go to edhoffman dot net. Click on the United American Mortgage logo. So in the first half, I was talking about the uh, the uh, Nashville shooting uh, where Audrey Hale transitioning to be Aiden Hale was uh, uh, went in and shot three uh, three little nine year old kids and. And three uh, uh staff members in their sixties teachers, substitute teachers administrators and uh one thing one thing I didn't mention because uh, I ran out of time was according to the manifesto, allegedly because we haven't seen the manifesto because they want to make sure that they want to make sure they don't tell us because there's an ongoing investigation of course this, the 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 perpetrator's dead already, so I don't know why that why we have to wait. Um according according to the manifesto, she had another another school in mind, but uh decided against the uh that school because they have they have the armed guards there. So uh hey, there's a message there. There's a message there. You know, you don't have to you don't have to have people that shoot guns. You get to have people that have the ability to shoot guns if you haven 't been to another state where there's where the gun laws aren 't so strict and there's open carry like Arizona and Montana where everybody's carrying a gun you 'll notice you don't have so much gun gun violence because you can't walk into a store and stick it up with your gun because everybody in the whole store has a gun, so uh they just don't so anyway uh let's talk about what else is going on this week. You know they send Biden on a concert tour uh around the country so he's uh Joe Biden in concert. White House has launched yet another pointless tour to occupy Joe Biden's time, get him out of the White House where he just uh, has opportunity to just mess things up. This one's called Investing in America Tour, according to WhiteHouse.gov. The tour will highlight how President Biden's Investing in America agenda, including historic investments from the Inflation Reduction Act, the Chips and Science Act, the bipartisan infrastructure bill and the American Rescue Plan is unleashing a manufacturing boom, helping rebuild our infrastructure and bringing back supply chains, lowering costs for hardworking families and creating jobs that don't require a four-year degree across the country. Of course, those of us that live in this country, we don't feel any of this. Uh, but he's pointing out, he's pointing this out. So we'll think that this is really happening. From the shovels hitting the ground on new infrastructure projects made possible by the Bipartisan Infrastructure Bill to new electric vehicle manufacturing facilities as a result of the Inflation Reduction Act to communities benefiting from high-speed Internet because of the American Rescue Plan to new semiconductor fabrications thanks to the CHIPS and Science Act, the tour will highlight how the President's Investing in America agenda is growing the economy from the middle out and the bottom up not the top-down. I don't really know how, how it's happening, but according to Joe Biden, it is, so it must be. But of course, all this great progress is being threatened by who else? MAGA Republicans.
3: But unfortunately, extreme MAGA Republicans, not all, but extreme MAGA Republicans, are threatening to undo all this progress. They're putting our economy in jeopardy by threatening to refuse to pay America's bills. They want to cede our clean energy future to China. To make us dependent on overseas supplies and supply chains. Export jobs overseas. I've got news for you. And for Maggie Republicans in Congress. Not on my watch.
4: Really? Does anybody believe this BS? We're exporting jobs to China. We're ceding clean clean energy to China. This is the Republicans doing this? Refusing to pay our bills? Uh, I don't think so. Um, And making us dependent on overseas uh, uh, supply chains. This is the Republicans pushing that. That's right. MAGA Republicans are the ones who want China to take over our energy sector. Hmm. Wasn't that Biden who shut down the XL pipeline, shut down the drilling in NOR? Wasn't it Biden that did all that stuff? Wasn't it Biden who uh, approved the uh, the pipeline in, uh, from Russia to Germany? Um, wasn't that him? And it wasn't it Trump who actually... Uh, told, told Europe, if you're buying, if you're buying, a uh, uh, energy from, China, from Russia, then we're not protecting you militarily. Uh, and that shut it down. Wasn't it, uh, Trump who, who, uh, pushed the energy production in this country and made us energy independent? I don't know. That's how I remember it anyway. So, uh, but, but Biden, Biden isn't he the president that uh, pimps out his son to go to China for energy deals? No way, not Joe Biden, not on his watch. Not Democrat governors like Gretchen Whitmer, who's letting China build a vehicle battery plant in her state and making Americans pay for it. Remember, 585 million we talked about this last week to uh, to build this plant, and uh, you know, and then we're using the uh, University of uh, of Michigan to house house the Chinese. Uh, Communist Party people that are coming to oversee it and the workers. So we're not creating American jobs, we're creating Chinese jobs in America. Um and American people are just paying for it. As is that the Republicans? I don't think so. And MAGA Republicans are the ones who want to export jobs overseas. Uh eh, I don't think. I don't think that's the case. He just lies and uh and uh he creates sound bites. And that makes it, that makes it real to the, to the Democrats. And the big portion of America, the low-information voters that hear these sound bites and then that's the truth. Then he went to Twitter, and uh, he, he uh, tweets out, Extreme MAGA House Republican proposals would rip food assistance from families, would put 1.2 million women, infants, and children in jeopardy. My budget would put food on the table in school cafeterias and American homes. Really? It was his actions of cutting off energy production that have increased the cost of everything, food, food, gas, everything to all families, not just women, not infants, not children, everybody. And he's trying to say it's, it's the MAGA Republicans that their budget would cut that off. And of course this one is rich. MAGA house Republican proposals would slash funding for border security a move that could allow nearly 900 pounds of fentanyl into our country. Come on, man, you believe that? We had a we had a pretty well closed border uh, before Biden got in here and stopped the wall. I mean, there's there's probably billions of dollars, billions of dollars worth of worth of uh, the rest of the wall laying laying to uh, just sit there that we already paid for. All we have to do is put them up, and Biden stopped that. Not one more foot of wall on my watch, and it's the Republicans that are that are uh, taking away the the resources to secure the border. I don't think so. Here's a Here's a reaction from Republicans Kat Kamick of Florida and Andy Biggs of Arizona.
2: Honestly, does he believe that Americans are going to buy the fact that Republicans who have been screaming and stomping and going to the border for the last several years are actually looking to cut Border Patrol agents? If you look at the president's own budget, he's only adding 100 Border Patrol agents. We need more than wow. 2000.
0: The Democrats don't think there's a problem and they're not going to do anything to try to solve it. They just really don't want to solve the issue.
4: Yeah, it's the Republicans who have been to the border so many times that, that see what's going on and have been crying out that this is this needs to be fixed. It's not the Democrats that refuse to go every time there's a trip. Hey, you know what? Uh, there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a congressional trip down there uh, for uh, one of the committees, and uh, Kevin McCarthy's taking everybody down to actually see what's going on at the border, and the Republicans showed up and the Democrats didn't. You know what? Ignorance is bliss. Let's hide our head in the sand. If we don't see it, it's not happening. But all this lying shouldn't come as any surprise from the president, who's always trying to convince us that he comes from another culture. Enjoy some of Biden's best culture vulture moments of the past two years.
3: let's say, one thing to rest, I may be a practicing Catholic. I used to go to 7.30 mass every morning in high school and then on college before I went to the black church. Not a joke, Andy knows this. I got my start at one of those other HBCUs, Delaware State University. You know, the Persian culture is amazing. As a student of the Persian culture, not a practitioner, but a student. But we have a very, in relative terms, large Puerto Rican population in Delaware, relative to our population. We have the eighth largest black population in the country, and... Between all minorities, we have 20% of our state is minority. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. Here you are. With his predecessors, uh, Rabbi Kraft and uh, Rabbi Geffen, uh, that's where I received uh, my education. I probably uh, went to shul more than many of you did. <laughs> Y'all think I'm kidding. He can tell you I'm not.
4: I'm not. They're not laughing because it's funny. They're laughing at him because they know he's full of crap. So uh some of the things he said, you know, he said, uh, hey, uh, Delaware, I, I got my start at Delaware State University, which is an HBCU, a um, historically black college or university. Um Delaware State University is, a, is an HBCU. But he went to University of Delaware, which is not an HBCU. So it's the difference of, hey, uh, you know, I went to Cal State, Cal State, uh, Cal State University uh, versus University of California. You know, they're both kind of the same thing, except for they're two different systems. I went to Cal State Long Beach, which includes Cal State Long Beach, Cal State, uh, Cal State Fullerton, Cal State uh, San Bernardino. And then there's uh, I wanted to go to University of California uh, Los Angeles where I applied to but didn't have the money to go um, and that's University of California Los Angeles, University of California Riverside and so you'd see there the more ex- more expensive more expensive colleges he he went to the uh, more expensive one which isn't an HBCU but you know when you're in front of a bunch of black people you want to uh, claim that you went to the one that was historically black and of course when he talks about how hey you know our state is uh you know it has the largest uh, largest population of minorities you know compared to our our uh our uh, population of course delaware has less than a million people in the whole state compared to uh, california that's 40 times as many people so it's uh i don't know i think california is about i would say right now it's probably about 70% minorities so uh i don't know you know you listen to to biden talk and it all just is just a bunch of bs so anyway meanwhile uh, while he's on tour of America, they sent Kamala on tour of Africa. Uh, they sent Kamala on a tour of her own in Africa, start out in Ghana, where she gave this cringy response to dancers and school children who greeted her.
5: What is happening here is changing the way people kind of enjoy themselves.
4: <laughs> Add some cackle at the end of every sentence, because you don't know what else to say. During a meeting with the president, Otto, of Ghana, Harris announced that the U.S. is investing $100 million over the next three years in new support for five African countries to help them address security, governance, and development issues. Maybe not that exactly. Reportedly, the security problem our money is going to solve is threats from terrorist groups that have been expanding in the region, including al-Qaeda and ISIS. From the Wall Street Journal, The money is part of a 10-year commitment by Biden administration to help combat extremism by strengthening civil society, improving local government responses, and strengthening security forces. The funds that don't require congressional action, which basically means they're going to be uh, likely corrupted and they'll go to, uh, to government people and they'll never get to the actual cause like uh, the money that we send to Ukraine and most other countries. Kamala div- delivered a trademark word, word salad after her meeting with President Otto.
1: As you have mentioned, we
5: have had today, this afternoon, a wide-ranging discussion. We have discussed a number of important topics, including the importance of concepts and priorities such as freedom and liberty.
4: Which really didn't say anything at all. What's it all about? America, Jesus Freedom.
6: Say it again. America, Jesus, freedom. And
4: well, what does that mean? And I don't know, but the people sure love it when I say it. Yep. Hey, I don't know what it means, but, you know, the people sure love it when I say it. You know, hey, we're having, uh, we're talking about important issues like the importance of uh, issues. And she dutifully reported that this $100 million investment of American taxpayer dollars will benefit. U.S. as well.
5: A lot of the focus of my trip on the continent during these next few days will be on increasing the relationship, in particular from the U.S. private sector, for investment on the continent of Africa, knowing that it will generate prosperity um, to the benefit not only of the people on this continent, but the people in my country as well.
4: Yeah, that's like, uh, the, that's uh, kind of like, uh, the investment that our people made in in uh in Michigan to increase the to increase the generation of prosperity but not for us for the chinese people so hey you know it's it increased the relationship from the private sector in our country to increase prosperity not only in africa but for our country as well so in other words hey i'm coming over here to suck up so we can uh, start getting your minerals and start uh, mining your mining your uh, your resources, and we'll employ some of you guys. But in the in the in the big picture, we're really increasing prosperity for for uh, companies in the United States who are donating a big portion of those profits to the Democrat Party. She left out the part of the story where China spent 155 billion dollars in Africa to increase its influence over the last 20 years. So it seems spending money in Africa is one of the few ways the Biden administration is willing to fight against China. More on that in a minute. So we're investing $100 million versus China, who's put in $155 billion. And, But what does Africa have that our government wants so badly? China figured it out a long time ago, and that's why they got to Africa first. Here's Jesse Waters with the scoop. Joe and
2: Kamala promised to make America green. They can't do that without strip mining Africa for all it's worth. Africa's rich with minerals, key minerals, the ones Biden needs to build electric car batteries, turbines and solar panels. So Joe sent Kamala to Africa with the bag. The vice president showed up on Sunday with a big smile and a check for 100 million. But what are we getting for it? Africa's precious natural resources, of course. Everything to power the Green New Deal with. She's there for the lithium and cobalt. The mother loads in the Congo, and it's mined by children as young as four. So Kamala showed up in Africa with cash bribes to keep the children mining. Biden always makes Kamala do his dirty work, but I didn't see pillaging African villages coming. Biden sent five top officials to Africa since he took office, along with $55 billion, And the president himself is planning a trip there later this year. This is a full court press by the Biden White House. Have you ever seen them this coordinated before? Usually they're never on the same page. But with Africa, they all know the mission. Plunder every inch of Africa until every American child rides an electric school bus. She's not the only one colonizing Africa. China spent $155 billion in Africa over the last 20 years. So they get the first dibs on all the minerals. China called their pillaging the Belt and Road Initiative. Well, guess what? That same project paid the Biden family millions. So Biden's making money on the front and the back end here. Maybe the president's smarter than we give him credit for. He's a double agent for China and America, and makes Kamala get her hands dirty.
4: So China's over there giving him 155 billion dollars, and the money they're making, they're they're sharing some of it with Biden because he got in on their their energy their energy company, you know, with CEFc through Sinohawk. So they're getting kickbacks from China uh, to the Biden family there. But meanwhile, we're going over there and hand them a check for $100 million. Here, here's $100 million. Here's what we want you to do with it. But we know, but, you know, we know, us logically thinking people know, hey, $100 million, they're not going to do, they're going to do what they want to do with it. They're not going to do what we want them to do with it. Um and meanwhile they're they're hoping that hey we 're going to come over there and we 're going to get in uh in front of the Chinese people to get first dibs on the minerals because you know we're we're doing this green new deal we didn't we didn't do any feasibility studies if the uh if this would work you know we 're going to make everybody go uh uh to electric cars you know in California according to the laws now no electric cars can be no uh gas cars can be sold after two thousand thirty five I wonder what that's going to do to the people that buy in 2034. No more parts for their cars if they break. No more gas stations or uh, very few gas stations will have to replace them with. And we don't have enough, uh, enough uh, charging stations to, to service all the electric cars. And, of course, then they're going to tell us we don't have enough power plants to service them. So don't charge your car during the day. And do we have enough minerals to make the batteries for these things? Apparently not. And we're and we're all buying it from China, but China probably doesn't have it either, because that's why they've been in in Africa mining their their minerals uh, for the last 20 years. And hey, we're a little late to the party, but uh, we're going over there to to get their minerals so we can do that. There's no logic here. There's no pre-planning. There's no forward thinking. There's no uh, there's no hey. What are we gonna do with all these gas powered cars? what are we going to do with all these people that have these cars and don't have money to buy electric cars? And, uh, we're going to, we're going to make the profits for gas stations go away. Uh, we don't have enough electric, electric power stations and there's no way this is going to happen by 2035. And with any luck, um, the people of California will, will, uh, vote in a new governor and, uh, we'll get rid of this, this crazy idea as soon as Newsom's gone. Um, of course I don't, I don't hold the uh, California voters in that high of a esteem that I would expect this to happen. So you'll see all the, all the normal real Americans moving out of California and California will hopefully just break off into the sea. So uh, those of us that own own uh, property in Arizona can uh, have some beachfront property. So anyway, I am, uh, I'm rambling there. So uh, when he talks about how, uh, Biden sending people over to uh to uh Africa over the last 5 months. Uh Janet Yellen spent 10 days there in January and uh then uh uh they sent another bunch of people there uh, last month. But uh what's interesting is um our Secretary of the Interior who's in charge of national parks and minerals in our country um is a lady named Deb Holland. She was she was questioned in a House Uh, House Interior Environmental Appropriations Committee, and she was being questioned by uh, the former Secretary of the Interior and now Congressman from Montana, Ryan Zinke. And remember, she was appointed not because of her competence for this position, but instead because she's a female and she's Native American.
6: Are you aware that China controls by proxy production the supply chain of critical minerals that are critical to both the EV world and defense?
1: Thank you for that information.
6: Are you aware by multiple studies that in order to satisfy the present requirements of EV and critical minerals to defense, it would take an increase of 2,000% of mining for 20 years? Are you aware of that?
1: Thank you for the information,
6: Congressman. Before you put a moratorium, did you identify and fast track those sources of critical minerals that you just mentioned?
1: Are you talking about in Minnesota and the Boundary Waters?
6: You had mentioned there's other places within the United States that also hold critical minerals that are required for the country. Did you identify those and have you fast tracked the production or permitting? We are or identification.
1: In Minnesota, particularly?
6: Across our country. Can you pick any place that you've identified for an alternative to critical minerals to fast-track so we're not vulnerable to China and Russia for our very critical economy, both in defense and EV?
1: We are working currently on identifying those critical minerals. That is... um, Uh, with the U.S. Geological Survey, and of course we... You would identify,
6: and you would agree, that not having the critical minerals identified and produced in this country would present a security problem and prevent us from moving ahead on multiple issues, and we're vulnerable to China for very critical components of our economy. Would you agree?
1: Um, Congressman, I know that energy independence is a priority of President Biden.
4: Yeah, all evidence of the contrary. Energy independence is, hey, we took out all our energy uh, production uh that would make us energy independent, and that's a priority to to uh President Biden. That's like uh classified documents are are a high priority and uh And uh, everything else is a high priority to Biden, uh, but we know really his highest priorities are chocolate chip ice cream. Hey, anyway, I'm all out of time for this episode of The Main Event, so thanks for listening. Uh, My name's Ed Hoffman, and I will be back again with you next week. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. If you've heard my show, The Main Event, or read my book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own, or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo.
2: Ed Hoffman and MLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation and MLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate.
0: AM 590, the answer